World of Warcraft community is the best community ever. It is so good. Around how much it's helped solidify friendships, you know, like... The third faction is the important, is truly the most important, because we all have a say in it. Hello and welcome to The Third Faction, a podcast about the community of the World of Warcraft. I'm your host, Meetanoth, but you can call me Demi, and I'm joined, as always, by the man with the best voice in podcasting. It's Bricko! Hey, buddy! Hello, hello, how are we? Very well, thank you. I have a new toy, I have my stream deck, so I will be pressing all of the buttons tonight. Very exciting. <laughs> How's your week been in WoW? Oh, so... I didn't get to play as much as I'd like to because I'm tired all the time, you know, being old. But uh, I was up a little late last night, um, and I ran three dungeons, and I was up too late. Nice. I, I think it was one thirty. A lot. <laughs> I did uh, the two in Bastion, and then the one in one of them in Ardenweald, and it was super fun in Red Pallies. And I'm not a very good player, so keep that in mind. But Red Pallies <laughs> hit like trucks. It's pretty crazy. I was like number one or two in every every uh, dungeon, so nice. that was really fun. And I'd like to give a little shout out to our good friend Chumpa Chum. I uh, I was watching him as I nodded off to sleep last night. I'm like, is it okay if I just keep you on? And I just fall <laughs> He's like, I would love that. So, so I got asked again if I'd read someone a bedtime story. So <laughs> well, you know what? You know, when the patrons, maybe we should put that as a little patron target <laughs> after Brico read you a bedtime story. <laughs> and joining us today, we are delighted to be joined by someone who's doing great things in the community of WoW, helping people learn to raid, creating amazing guys on YouTube, and generally just being an all-round lovely person on the internet. It's Laria! Thank you so much for having me. How has your week been? Uh, well, similar to Bricko's, actually, the first couple weeks, the first two weeks of Shadowlands, I went all in. I was working on my Druid. I had two healer alts. And then this week in particular, I felt like I didn't have a lot of time to play. So until last night, last night, I think we did like well, eight or 10 dungeons. Whoa. And we did like, I hadn't done any all week. And so I was like, I went to my guild and I was like, I need to do dungeons like tonight. Uh, so we did that for a couple hours and uh, and I got my Torghast, all my Torghast wings nice. done. Good cool. stuff. Yeah, Torghast yeah, is a blast. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit reluctant about Torghast. I have to get my I have to get some cojones and get myself back in there. Really, I've been I I did some so yesterday I played with my kiddo and he wanted to do some dungeons on Loby Death Knights. He's oh, I saw this on Twitter. He's mad for Death Knights. It's brilliant. Nice. Um, I wonder where yeah. he gets it from. Mm, can't think. <laughs> we So I said, right, well, I'll tank then because that way we'll get an instant queue. So I tanked Ataldazar at level 22 or something. And God bless the group we were with. They were lovely. They were really patient because I was trying to, A, remember how to tank at low level with very few abilities B, tell my kiddo, this is where you stand. This is what you hit. Don't stand in that. Move over there. Don't run away from the spiders or, you know, all this sort of stuff. And it was the most frenetic, nervous thing I've done in a long time. But what it did was get my confidence up to do randoms. So I then jumped on the mage that I've been leveling and just did a load of random dungeons on her. Um, so I may even take the Unholy Death Knight in. On some, which is a well, bit they hit like trucks too. Yeah. Yes, we're pretty we're pretty beefy <laughs> at the moment. We're pretty beefy. So yeah, but it's been it it's been a lot of fun. I am really enjoying Shadowlands so far. It's uh it it's been it's, it's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. I mean, every zone, you know, like the aesthetic or not, they're just gorgeous. They are very on point. Yeah. Absolutely true to their name. And even all the aesthetics too. I noticed yeah. um, on Twitter the other day that someone had these. Ardenweald fairies or or moths or something on her shoulders and on her back and I was like oh yes I saw that yeah. and she was she called she was like oh new transmog and I was like I need to know where you get these <laughs> fairies on my on my shoulders oh is um, that the backpack you can get it's the backpack yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I haven't gotten it yet I have I guess you need to be revered and I'm revered I just I need to look up where that NPC is nice very very nice so folks shall we get to the business of the day yeah, yeah. 
Greetings, sir and or ma'am. Let's move into some questions, because I've just pushed a button and it all happened magically. <laughs> Brico, would you like to take the standard questions? Sure. Excellent. I would love to ask Laria some awesome questions. <laughs> so, you've been playing for a little while. What team would you consider yourself? Are you blue team, red team, or purple? So, I guess technically I'm blue team, uh, because I, I love the Alliance, um, I will, I will always raid on the Alliance until the day there are no more raiding guilds on Alliance. Um, but I guess I'm technically purple team as well, because I have a lot of friends who play Horde. Um, Horde tends to be the most popular faction. So in order to play with everybody and also to kind of get this, the whole story, each expansion, I always level a, a Horde alt. Yeah, for sure. You got to get that, that other part of the story. That's what, that's what got me doing it in Mists. It makes a difference when you can see both sides of the story, for sure. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I have a, a Nightborn DK who, if they were Alliance, I wouldn't play my human anymore. I hate to say it, but I love the Nightborn. <laughs> I, I do, too. I was so mm -hmm. upset when... Was oh, I'm still salty. Was, oh, no, still BFA. Salty. <laughs> it was BFA. I was like, yeah. we helped the Lysra. We helped her. And she just, she turned her back, her back on the Alliance. Yeah. I think that's partly Tyrande's fault. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I just love that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into some meat. How did you start playing WoW and what got you hooked? So I started playing WoW because my my boyfriend played at the time and he played uh, he played a hunter and a warrior. And I used to watch him. He played on a laptop. So, you know, he'd be sitting at the desk and I'd watch him play. And at one time he was like, I think I asked him, I said, can I, can I try to do something? Like you, you have all these action bars with buttons and things. It all looked overwhelming. And he was like, yeah, just get on this flying mount and just fly through the air. Like press W to go forward. <laughs> like the space bar will make you go up. You know, we didn't even get into like using the mouse. Uh, and then we eventually kind of, we landed and we were, I think we were in Teldrassil. And he was like, uh, if you, if you go around and you see all those animals that are walking around. If you click on each animal and you type slash love, you'll get an achievement. But you have to do it with all the animals. And I was like, <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Meanwhile, years later, that is partially true because you don't actually have to slash love all the animals. It's like specific ones. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what got me into it. And when, um, it, I mean, it's so immersive. So I think I probably was just like, can I keep playing? And he was like, I think you need to get your own account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my game>. <laughs> yeah speaking of immersion where would be your favorite place in the world of warcraft Ooh, um it's changed but in recent years it's been suramar going going back to nightborn um so when legion came out legion was uh i stopped raiding mythic and legion and i i still played but i use that time i actually wrote um so it's, it's an unpublished novel, but I wrote a novel that was inspired by Suramar and kind of the aesthetics and the foliage that were, that was there. Um, so, cool. so yeah, so that is a, that's kind of, that's on a, on my hard drive. Um, <laughs> like I said, so it may, maybe it'll be published someday, but yeah, it, it inspired a whole novel. And I spent basically that entire expansion writing that novel and just kind of like, I would sit in Suramar and just look at, at everything and just look at the all the magic that was there, all the like beautiful flowers. Like I, I just wish I could live in Suramar. I wish I had an apartment there, <laughs> kind of overlooking the uh, the water. Awesome. Yeah, I, that place, it drove me nuts going there all the time, but I can see it is beautiful. It's just, <laughs> man, what a tough place to grind through. <laughs> oh yeah. What would be your most liked activity in the game? Do you like to PVP, quest? Dungeons, raids. What? Do you, what? Do you, what's your? Uh, what floats your boat, Luria? So the major activity is definitely raiding. Um, I I really like raiding. If I'm not raiding on my main character in Mythic, then I have you know twelve alts, or no, more realistically, probably like five or six alts. <laughs> like there have been some raid tiers where I actually like I'll have my druid, and then I'll have uh, like five or six alts, and I will just do normal or heroic on them throughout the week. And for some reason, it, it doesn't get boring. I just, I like the community that raiding creates because you either, if you're doing heroic, you can have 10 people or 30 people. So you're always doing things with people. Um, so that's a lot of fun. But I think something that is maybe a little bit more, maybe not as popular is 
maybe professions like fishing and archaeology. I could just sit there for hours and fish. Or uh, I have been fishing a lot this week. Yeah. There's something about it that is just super, it's, I don't know, it's mindless. It's you just, just sit chill. there and do it. Yeah. 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 I, you hear the bobber and you click it. Exactly. <laughs> I can't fish in real life. I, I absolutely cannot stand <laughs> the idea of it in real life. But put me in game, like a couple of late nights last weekend, or maybe even this week, I can't remember. I just fished. I just fished and I got all the fish that we needed for some feasts to get us raiding. And I just spent the time doing it. It's the only profession I've ever, I find it so easy to level. You don't have to think about it. You just find out where the fish are and off you go. Yeah, I adore fishing in World of Warcraft, but do not ask me to go and do it in real life. (laughs) (laughs) I like both. I'm with you on that one, yeah. (laughs) I really enjoy both. So do you have... Like we call it a dark portal story or something that just meant a lot to you that you that happened in the game that you just loved that kind of just made blew your mind. Let's just put it that way. Oh wow. Um hmm. I'm sure there are a lot. Um and I've I've been, you know, thinking about this. Um I guess nothing that's big that kind of um I I guess is kind of what's the word like encompasses my whole wow experience but at least in terms of healing the one experience that stands out to me is is the first time I ever healed because I wouldn't be what I'm doing today if it hadn't been for this scenario um I was I was leading a heroic at the time which I guess now is mythic uh alt raid and I was playing a balanced druid because I was like I hate resto I'm never gonna play that <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a dumb spec I'm never gonna play Famous it. Last words, hey? <laughs> and, and so I was leading this heroic alt raid back in uh, Siege of Ogremar during Mists of Pandaria, and we got to Iron Juggernaut. And Iron Juggernaut was a wall for some groups, and especially for an alt raid, that was a wall for us, and we were two healing it. And they were two of my best friends. We were all in a guild together, and we just wiped for maybe half an hour or so, and they were like, we need more heals. Laria, can you switch to resto? And I was like, you you guys don't want to see me resto. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a clip of this whole thing. It's on YouTube on one of my videos. And and I was like, I don't know what you do. And they're like, just put hots on people. They call me fluff heals. They're like, we can do the majority of it. We just need you to fluff heal a little. And I was like, okay, great. And we eventually killed the boss, but I just remember being thrown in. Imagine being thrown in mid raid tier onto a mythic fight and play in like tanking. If you've never tanked before healing, if you've never tanked, (laughs) it was basically like that. And I was streaming at the time on Twitch. And so I had people watching me just not know what I wasn't using wild growth for anyone who knows a resto druid. No (laughs) pressure. Yeah. (laughs) So that, that is maybe what I consider my dark portal experience because it was terrible in the moment, but it led me to where I am right now. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's just throw you right in the fire. <laughs> and we've just got the uh, show title there, Fluff Heels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so what has been your best experience in the WoW community? So lately, um, the best experience I've had is, and I don't know if he's still in chat, but honestly, the best experience I've had was this past summer doing uh, teaming up and helping Des Mephisto with his heroic charity carries because I had just joined Twitter and I didn't even really have anyone on my Twitter. I remember going through the hashtag Warcraft to like look for people to like follow who looked really nice. And someone I followed liked one of Des's tweets about looking for raiders to help him with heroic charity carries. And so then I was like, oh, who is this person? And that is what I looked forward to all summer. Like when I think back to summer 2020, I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about the weeks that went by, like my work schedule, you know, COVID was obviously going on, but at the end of the day, I was like, all right, two more days until, you know, charity carries. Um, So I would help him with the Saturday horde ones and Alliance on Sunday, which might be a lot, but you know, it was two hours each, but for me, it was more about like, you know, that you're helping people, you're getting towards the end of an expansion, you're raising money for charity and that has been the best experience by far. Awesome. Yeah, you guys did amazing work. Very proud of you and happy to be friends. That's yeah. It's uh epic. <laughs> it's quite astounding how much can happen when good people get behind something. Right. That's all it needs. Yeah. And even like considering, you know, I found I found that tweet, 
you know, it was on Twitter. And so if I hadn't joined Twitter, you know, you just see how it's, we're all playing one game, but the WoW community isn't just in WoW. It's, it's all over the place. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, uh, just, just before you ask the next question, I'm going to have to read what Des has just said in the chat. Okay. Des has just said, Laria's dedication and passion for helping others is what led her to being one of my favorite people. Oh, <laughs> well, Des is one of my favorite people. Yeah. I, I think he's an all round top bloke, mm -hmm. as we say in the UK, for your peeps over the pond, top bloke. In fact, <laughs> can, I, can I be really cheeky and push one of my, another, another of my buttons now? Yes. Absolutely. I have one of these. Which you guys on the stream will hear. That's for you, Dev, and you, Laru. It's a round of applause! Yay! And it will feed itself out right about now. <laughs> I love this new toy. This is great. Oh, I'm this so is much great. Fun. I'm having so much fun. Sorry, you can carry on now, Bricko. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this one has to be asked. We don't, this uh, drives me a little nuts, but what has been your worst experience and how did you overcome it? And then also what advice would you have for someone in a similar, a similar situation? So I've been thinking about this one a lot too lately. The biggest one that um, kind of stands out to me is this past spring. It's the reason that kind of led me to Twitter and a creating piece of cake eventually. But, um, this past spring, I, you know, I was experiencing some negativity in game and, you know, from certain players. And I think anyone who is, who is watching and listening might, might notice that, you know, if you use group finder, you, you come across some people who aren't always nice. And the same thing goes for mythic rating. Most of my wow time is spent either prepping for mythic raid or mythic rating. And, you know, I, I kind of feel like just the mythic rating environment and that, that aspect of the game can be particularly negative. And I was just receiving a lot of, you know, some disrespectful comments and, and things like that from people to the point where I didn't even want to log in. Like this game went from being something that was my escape and a place to go when I was stressed out or when I needed something to kind of disappear in to why am I even playing? And instead of kind of, giving into that or quitting or not logging in. I went to a friend and I explained the whole thing. And I was like, I just wish I could make the community better. Like, how do you change the community? And my friend was like, well, you, it starts with one person, you know, one person creates an example or spreads, you know, spreads some light, you know, you have to be the light in the community. And so I was like, all right, well, and then he actually, uh, this friend was the one who uh, is the co- co-creator of piece of cake and it was his idea to actually start piece of cake and he's like well you know if the issue is with raiding like what if we taught people how to raid and in a really welcoming positive environment they don't have to deal with group finder and dealing with people kicking them or talking about parses or numbers or hey you miss that interrupt and things like that instead it gives you a chance to say instead of saying hey interrupt more you can say hey we need to interrupt this target because blah 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 and so that's kind of, we took this negative experience and tried to turn it into a positive one. So I guess the advice I have is to find your community, whether it's a guild, whether you are on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, I would highly recommend it. <laughs> it's probably for someone who's only been on Twitter for a couple months now. And I love the community that I found there. Um, find some really good people, find them out. Because once you start surrounding yourself with those positive people, you don't even really notice the negativity anymore. And if you do, you can kind of, you know, in a way you can turn your back you know, if I see something that is completely out of line, I'm always there to stand up and confront them. But for the most part, find, find some positivity. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the way you just explained that, taking that negative and using it to create something good. That's, it's just the best example of how to react to negative stuff, isn't it? And I think I found, I've got a wonderful group of friends in game and like we were talking before the show that I've been doing these random dungeons and knowing that I've got them if I need to go and do that sort of thing. But if somebody gives me shit in an LFG, I'm like, well, I actually, I know it's not me and I might have slipped up the once or twice, but it's given me resilience knowing that I've got this great group of people that have helped me learn to do stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that the idea that everybody is a shit player is not true. People just need coaching and help and they need to learn 
Right. Um, and we need more people like you. Exactly. <laughs> and, what you're, and what you guys do, it, it has an exponential um, feel to it because you show and teach with kindness. Well, then these people that you're teaching are going to go to their guild and hopefully carry that along. And then it just keeps snowballing. I like to think that you're just, yeah, that's. You're setting, yeah, setting examples, setting even, you know, I feel like if in game, if you're in a group of really nice people, you're less likely to maybe say something that's mean because you are making, you're making yourself stand out more, I guess. Right. You kind of look like the asshole in the situation. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's fun when you get a group, like I always harken back to the Kara days in, in BC, our group, there was 11 or 12 of us. I don't remember. I think you go either 10 or 20. But whatever, um, we were, we'd just start progression and we would laugh at ourselves a lot. There was a couple of serious people. There was like four like me that kind of cared, but just was there to have fun with the people. And then as we got better and we did it together, we, we laugh at wipes and stuff. And every now and again, we get serious and we have to buckle down, which you get, you have to do that to play at that level, you know? So, but it's, it's always better when you're with a group. That's why it, it was never going to work real well in wrath when they introduced the looking for stuff, you know, <laughs> anonymity again, once again, and there's all these different servers. So you're not even known as Brickle from Duskwood. Yeah. Or Demi from, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't have to like, you, you'd, never, you'd never get a, a group if you misbehaved. So yeah, it's nice that you guys did that for the community. And, and I think I, <laughs> what does it cost? <laughs> I might need some, some lessons here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually thinking about tanking again. Sounds crazy. Doesn't it? It's so exciting though. Yeah. You can do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Honestly. Right. That's that's usually my motto too. If if I'm if I'm able to, I'm sure you can. <laughs> so then would you say, Larry, uh, did you find your WoW community from Twitter or did that just help it because you've been in the WoW community for quite some time? I think Twitter helped to branch out a bit more and find other people because I've always played on Sargeras. Um that's that was uh, has always been my main server back when Midwinter was uh, raiding on that server. Um, oh, so <laughs> yeah, so for, for I've been over there for a while, like since since Kata. So all my characters are over there, and I think partly because I've been so on that server for so long, I've just met I've come across people. Actually, even just uh, yesterday, I think I queued up for a heroic dungeon for a quest, and I saw and I was I was tanking actually, and so I was getting ready to pull, and I was like, wait that name looks super familiar. And it was a warrior that was in the group. And I, I saw his guild name and I was like, I'm pretty sure we raided together in Warlords. I was like, Are, do you still know, you know, and I named the GM and he was like, yeah, we're really great friends. I still have him on Battletag. And I was like, this is so cool. Like not even like through, you know, general chat or trade chat or anything like that on Sargeras, we queued up through group finder. So I think my immediate WoW community was definitely just from being on Sargeras and just from raiding, but uh, Twitter has this way, you know, you, it's so easy to just find people, you know, you might follow somebody who you really like, and it's more likely that they also follow other people that you'll like. So. Yeah. It's kind of an echo chamber, but it's not, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good kind of echo chamber. Yes. <laughs> so with that now, what would you say the wall community means to you? Oh, wow. It's kind of tough. Everybody. <laughs> it's, it's tough to ask even, you know, it's like, whoa. So the WoW community, what it means to me is, I guess, working working together and helping each other out and being there for each other and helping each other succeed in whichever way possible. You know, we all we all have our own subscriptions to this game, but at the end of the day, it's, it's an MMO and you play with other people. And so what I like to think is, at least, so for example, for me, when I'm in the Maw, and I'm trying to get in and get out. I also try to look around. And whenever someone has, I think it's the, I think it's the fourth tier that a that a, an angel comes or whatever it is. It's not an angel. It's it's like it's a uh, yeah. yeah. I dealt with that <laughs> last night. Oh, and it swoops you. You can kill that, and it'll uh, basically they're going to take less eye of eye of the jailer damage or power, whatever it, it speeds up. And same thing with the assassins. If I ever see someone who's fighting off an assassin, those things hurt. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to, you know, help them DPS it. And I, I don't know. I kind of, 
I see other people do that as well, but just that idea that we're all kind of doing this together. <laughs> and and especially with the Ma, I mean, if we're going to talk lore for just a second, like we're technically all there together. So wouldn't you want to help out your allies? So I don't know. Yeah. Even if it's, it doesn't matter faction at that point. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't, you don't get the tag or whatever, but other than that, I'll help anybody. If I'm running by and somebody's, you can just see their health bar and you're like, oh boy, hurry, I hurry, get there, get there. <laughs> <laughs> I also track, uh, I guess it's, it's target of, uh, target. So if I am targeting someone, so like, a like a mob and the mob is targeting somebody else who say it's an assassin, I can see their health. And so if I'm on a druid, I can just spam a couple regrowths and help them that way too. So nice. I think just supporting each other. Yeah. It's good stuff. That's, it's like in classic. I'm always, always buffing everybody that runs by me. I just love doing that. Absolutely love it. Who do you admire in the WoW community and why? So another tough one. It is. I know there's so many. Okay, so other than other than you guys, obviously, and everyone oh. on, on well, <laughs> everyone on Twitter, um, I guess you know the the big names that come to mind um, are Hazel Hazelnutty. If anyone is familiar with her, she is a wonderful figure in in the WoW community. She just she's always so positive and i'm sure i'm sure she's not positive all the time i'm i'm not positive all the time but you know she at least when she's streaming and when she comes out with content she she makes the community welcoming and you feel like what you're doing matters and there's no judgment really and so she's really great um you know i'll, I'll say that's his name again because he is doing great things with charity um hottie is also a wonderful person if if anyone if if you haven't checked out yeah. any people, you haven't checked out Haughty, you're, you're missing <laughs> out, basically. <laughs> and then another one I found recently um, on, on Twitter, again, is Cell Heals. Cell. Oh, so yeah. He, he also plays a I follow a couple of healers on Twitter uh, just because I like to I like to talk with other healers. I like to see what they're up to. And so I follow him, and he also has a wonderful community. Awesome. And that's I think that's how, if you engage with people that are doing similar roles, that's how you learn and find different tips and tricks as well. And it it's not a competitive thing it's a collaboration thing exactly you know, yeah we, we're hooked up with loads of other podcasters and you know we we wouldn't be I, I i you know there's a particular podcaster called Jin um that i i wouldn't have done half the stuff i've been able to do without him him and frasley have been amazing so there's hooking up with those other people that do a similar sort of role whether it's in game or in content or whatever i, I love it I love yeah, the community that works this way. And that happened. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Luria. No, no, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, it sounds sometimes like we're name dropping, but I can't believe how supportive the whole podcast community has been, let alone our lovely fans and listeners. <laughs> I mean, Ro, to say he just mm. gushes about our show. I, I think it's wonderful, you know, and I don't like to name drop, but it, they're, they've been so supportive you know, I had that bad mic day and I felt so horrible about it. And Jen was one of the first to text or to message me on Twitter and say, dude, we've all been there. Wash it off your back. You're fine. <laughs> we have all been there. We have all been there. And it's, that's the positive side of this wonderful World of Warcraft community that we want to bring to more people. You know, that's the whole point of having guests like you on who is working so hard to help people in the community and do these things that, you know, this toxicity, if there's enough of us being positive, there's no space right. for toxicity. Exactly. So. And we started a show because yeah. we liked other shows and we thought we had something <laughs> to say. So, well, hmm, now there's other shows. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Then now there's other shows that have just popped, started popping up that liked us, you know, like, it's just oh, like you're, you're teaching like a domino effect. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, it's yeah, spreading it. it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean, we've only been going since June and it's like, <laughs> like, like, you know, we're not name dropping, but it's not our style, but it is just so flattering when people that you look up to turn around and say, I think you're doing a great job. And I kind of like, <laughs> right. It's lovely. Oh, anyway, I'll pull myself together. <laughs> so we do some guest centric questions, not guest the other word that I can no longer say. Specific. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so we mentioned piece of cake uh, sort of in passing as we were doing those questions there. But for anyone who doesn't know, would you like to explain a little bit about what it is and what the goal of it is? Yeah, definitely. So piece of cake is a, it's a discord community 
that a friend and I, a Gildy and I, Merp, uh, that we started he over the summer. Chat. I think Merp is still in chat. Um, and we we started this community as a normal instructional raid community. So we teach, uh, we we form raids. It's at least over the summer for Nyalotha. We ran one day a week for a couple of hours, and we we teach people how to raid in an environment where they can, if they've never tanked before and they want to tank, they're able to. If they want to heal, then they're able to. If they want to DPS, then they can. And the idea behind this was that kind of, you know, the story I told earlier today about, you know, that negative experience, but also when Merp had first mentioned it and brought it up, I, last year, last winter, right around this time, actually, I started playing Final Fantasy XIV. And if anyone is familiar or has played that game before, it's pretty similar to WoW. They have dungeons, they have raids and things like that. And I have one friend who play or a couple friends who play it. But other than that, I have no idea what to do. When I go into a dungeon, <laughs> it has to be with that friend. If I, I don't even think I've done a raid yet. They have dungeons that I think have four people and then bigger dungeons that have six or seven people. And yeah, I mean, if you told me to lead one of those, I'd be like, I, I don't even know who the tank is. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I can't tell. And so I realized that people who are coming into WoW probably think the exact same thing. I mean, I log in. And I just recognize everything. It feels like home to me. But people who have never played, they look at a raid and they're like, oh, this sounds so cool. Everyone's talking about it. There's a brand new raid, Castle Nathria. But what do you do? Mm -hmm. And so what we try to do is we have um, in our Discord, if you're in there, you'll see that we have raid assists. And so the, the people with raid assist, they are mythic raiders or raiders who have a lot of knowledge about the fights. And we have raid assists uh, to, I guess, support DPS. So we have different DPS classes in there. We have myself kind of representing healing. We have, I mean, we also have another healer who's in there as well. And then we have a couple people who tank. So when we set up our raid, we always have one main tank who is geared and who knows what they're doing so that they can talk through the fight with the other yeah. tank learning. And then I'm usually in there as a healer and we'll usually four or five heal with some lower geared people who have never healed before. And what I do is I just DPS the entire time. And if we fall behind or, you know, if the damage starts ramping up a bit, I'm there to kind of come in and boost everybody back up. But other than that, I kind of hold off and I tell them at the start, we have five or six healers, but I don't count. So this yeah. is all on you guys. I'll be calling things out. Like I'll say, make sure, you know, this might be good to, a good time to use revival. You know, there's a, there's an ability coming up. Or, hey, you, I see you have Spirit Link. This might be a good time to use it. Things like that to kind of show them these are the damage patterns. And then with DPS, Merp can, Merp can tell you, he, he goes off. He, support, he supports damage. <laughs> that sounds so intensive. You must, as, you must have, you have a lot of patience, right? Yeah, not, not only a lot of patience, but a lot of knowledge of the other classes as well. And what their, their spells and their, you know, their kind of, well, for want of a better word, rotations might be and their cooldowns and stuff. So how do you find out all of that information? Have you just absorbed it through years of playing or I, experience? I, I'm fascinated. I think a lot of it is just from playing. I remember back in, I used to, I mentioned I used to lead our Miss Pandaria all raids. And I remember talking to somebody, I was like, how do you get better at raid leading? And they were like, you need to know everything about every single class. And at the time I was like, what the heck? Like, get out of here with that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, there is no, in my mind, I was like, there's no way that anyone can know every single thing about every spec. And they weren't that far off. I mean, I don't know everything about every spec, but I know enough to, that I can call out a Demon Hunter Darkness or a rallying cry for warriors if that's what we need. Um, and I think it's just kind of experience with, you know, all those classes. Like, I, I've played every single class. I have a warrior, but I don't actively play it. Or I have, a, I have a Death Knight, actually, but I don't actively play that. So <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about all those abilities. But so it's that. And also, I usually try to maintain all five healers every expansion so that I am up to date on the class changes and how they work. So impressive. I, I barely know all my buttons on a Death Knight, and I've played it for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Hikili is helping me out with my stuff. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm I'm blown away by how much work you've put in. It's that's phenomenal. Did you realize when you started the Discord that you would create something as big as it's become, and and you know that you would help as many people? 
So I think we, Mark and I had this idea that it, it could potentially get a bit bigger, especially because we were, we were trying to target people, especially who, in addition to, to not really having a lot of experience, people who are so um, nervous or have so much anxiety about using group finder or even getting in there because they're so nervous about making somebody upset that they're not even going to try. And so we realized that if we can reach that community and, and tell them, Hey, this really is actually a positive environment, then it could potentially get bigger. And so we'd originally reach out to Perky Pugs. If, if anyone's familiar with Perky Pugs, they are a wonderful community. And I believe they started right around Warlords and they have just completely kind of like, they're a huge community now. And they also do instructional raids. Um, At the time when we were forming Piece of Cake, it looked like they were only doing heroic. And we were like, we want to step it down even more. Like we just want to be like those baby stepping stones for people. And then eventually maybe they'll want to do heroic. And so we reached out to uh, to Perky Pugs because they had uh, like affiliate links and stuff like that for their communities. And we were like, is this something that you want to do? So that might be an avenue that we eventually do. But right now we are just, we're focusing on piece of cake and, um, you know, we started off with a form, like a Google form. Cause we were like, <laughs> what if we get so many people that, you know, we can't fit everybody. So yeah. when right before our first raid, we decided to use this Google form and we were like, you know, if you're in the discord, go to this form, tell us what you want to play this week, what role, what spec, and no one filled it out. <laughs> no <laughs> one filled it out. And so then we were like, okay, we have to start even smaller. We basically, we post on the wow forums. We, we got people maybe like five or six total from just word of mouth and things like that. And then right before every raid started, we would just throw us, throw ourselves in group finder and whoever queued up, we would make sure we tell them, Hey, this is a learning group. If that's, it's not a quick normal clear. If that's not what you're looking for, this is not the group for you. We spend five to 10 minutes before each fight explaining everything. So I don't know. Now with Castle Nathria, though, with how, I don't know if either of you have, have tried it yet, but the fights are really difficult. And I've not stepped into it yet. We're looking to do a, well, we're, we, we've always said we're going to be very casual and we're not actually going to start proper till January, but we think we're going to take a few of us into LFR on Thursday and just see what happens. But it, I have heard it might be a bit tough. <laughs> and brilliant. And yeah, the fights are yeah. phenomenal. Like the design and the mechanics and everything, they're just, they're amazing. But I think part of what makes it really difficult, even on normal right now, usually normal is pretty, if, you, if you're if you familiar with the fights, you can usually go into normal yeah. and, you're, and you're fine. But I think part of it is in Shadowlands is like they got rid of the bonus rolls. They reduced even more from last week. They reduced the loot chance. Yeah, because so, yeah. So yeah, it wasn't five, wasn't it? And then they hot fixed it down to three. Yeah, and I oh for raids, yeah. yeah, and then even in dungeons, you know, if you don't hit the timer, it's still only one piece. Um, and if you hit the timer, it's only two pieces. You know, there used to be a chance. I think if you one chested or two chested or something, you'd have like a percent to get an yeah. extra piece. So they've made gearing up a bit harder. And so Burp and I are anticipating. Hopefully, we're going to start in January. I think originally back, you know, in October, November, before Shadowlands, we're like, oh, we're going to start, you know, right before Christmas, we'll do like a trial run. And then the holidays will come and then we'll kind of learn from it. And I think it's going to take us a bit longer to be able to offer the same level of assistance that we did before in Nyloatha because the gearing is just so tough. Yeah. Well, Des Des is just saying he's six for 10 and Nathria has done at least 40 keys this week and is eye level 194. Now, he says only 194. I would say, Des, <laughs> I am 158 on my main. 147. So, you know, I have a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I mean, 40 keys to, you know, uh, keys drop. Incredible. Like those mid ones, I think I think the most we can get right now is 203 from dungeons, I yeah. believe. And then heroic raid drops 213. So to be 194 after doing 40 keys is crazy. <laughs> I did the three last night, just normal dungeons, uh, and I only got one piece of gear. Yeah. I mean, it should help the longevity of the game, but I'm betting there's already a lot of people not real happy about yeah, you know, short on gear, short on gear. Well, if you give well, it all yeah. to them in the first two months. 
what are you then you'd do? have nothing to do. Yeah, and that's it. I'm not complaining at all nope, about the lack neither. of care. Like, I love that everything is super challenging right now because you get to a point. Look at Nyalotha. Nyalotha came out last January, almost mm. a year ago, and we had Nyalotha until uh, what beginning of November. Try no. to remember yeah, when the pre patch dropped. When pre when pre patch. Oh, oh yeah. And so you get yeah. to a point where if you are in a raid and the raid is supposed to be out for four or five or six months, whenever, before the next patch comes out, you're not going to want to do it anymore. And right. I feel like, you know, heroic and normal right now, it's not impossible. It's just really difficult. And I, I kind of like that they're moving towards that a little bit. Yeah. Fox was just saying in chat that they like the gear being more difficult because it's more of a reward to get yes. a new piece. Yeah. What I felt like, I remember in Wrath when people were telling me, oh, you should raid, or you should raid, or you should raid. And I was like, I don't even I, I don't even know where to start. And they were like, we'll get you through dungeons and we'll get you some gear. And I basically, and you went online and you found your best in slot and you you had a shopping list. Yeah. And, and that's what I've now got again. I've got a shopping list. It's going to take me months to get it all, but I've got a pre-raid base list and a raid base list. And I will still be going after that raid bis list when the next raid comes out. I have no doubt that I will not get all of that gear. And a part of me is okay with that. A part of me would still like to be able to run mythics and have some nice fat loots. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> What's yeah, your fat loots? <laughs> I'd, I'd, uh, I would, yeah, I'd take some fat loot, but you know, I, I may go and have to drop a serious amount of change on the uh, trinket instead, but that's fine. If I have to do it, I have to do it. Oh, Merp saying bring back badges so I can buy. Yes, good lord, I love that. Oh, badges. Love that. Is that, was that the PvP system? Badges. Well, it was uh, TBC, wasn't it? Was that BC where you could get badges and you could change your, you could change your tabard and get different rep. Oh, you could change your tablet oh. in Wrath to in, room for rep. In, in Wrath, too. Yeah. And then there was badges yeah. you could get for... It was, It could be PvP. Um, it just depended. Badges were depended. Wrath system, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like Time Warped. I am, I'm now. curious to see how this new... I, I don't remember what it's called, but the new system they have now where on Tuesday morning you'll have your raid row and then your dungeon row and then PvP on the bottom. And you can... If you do The more content you do during the week... Yeah, the more pieces you'll have to choose from the weekly vault. Yeah. Oh sure. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to look like. Yes. I don't know if I'll ever get to that. I am too. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I mean, I haven't raided yet. I haven't done any mythics yet, so it'll be a while till I see anything like that. But it it feels. I don't think they've gone too far. I mean, I mean, in BFA, it felt like loot was kind of raining from the sky sometimes, oh, yeah. and now it does feel. They've definitely swung back the other way. I'm not sure if they've gone too far the other way yet. Um, I think, I think like the guys are saying in chat, badges to fill in the slots when you've had a string of bad luck. That might yeah. be a good option. Maybe they'll stick that in later. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it, we've kind of, we did have another guest-centric question, but we've kind of talked around it anyway. So shall we move on to the community questions? Yes. Would you like to do those, Bricko, or would you like me to do them? I will. Let's just alternate. How about that? All right. And I'll... guys in chat, this is your opportunity to surprise Laria with some extra questions. If you haven't already sent us one, stick it in chat, and we will get to it as well. So do you want to – shall I take the first one this time? Sure, you can take the first one. Yay! <laughs> uh, so this is a, a, a new submission from somebody we've not heard from before. This is Grandad Wow. So I'm guessing it, it's a granddad who plays well. Follow <laughs> them on Twitter. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, and he's asking, how long have you been doing content and what was your motivation for starting? Ooh, so we've talked a little bit about it um, so far, but mm -hmm. I've been doing YouTube content since the end of August. And that started because there hasn't really been a lot of current Rester Druid content out there. And... I mean, you have people like um, Nagora, um, you have people like Mad Skills, but I was looking for a different kind of content. They do a lot of kind of overviews and Mythic Plus and general guides and things. And I wanted content that really dug into the spec and I wasn't finding that anywhere. And I was like, well, I'm doing all this research and digging around myself trying to find it. 
So why not share that information? So that's what I've been trying to do and also focus on mythic rating. And again, kind of going along the lines of piece of cake, making it more accessible to other people. So the video that I came out with yesterday, this week, uh, goes over some some tips that I'd like to think you you wouldn't really find unless you talk to somebody. I try to find the tips and think of the tips that are kind of like Mythic Plus where someone's like, oh, if you go and stand on that rock, you don't get hit by this ability. Like, <laughs> things like that. And you don't find those in YouTube videos. You just yeah. go and you stand yeah. on a rock and you, you're like, oh, hey, I'm not getting hit by this. That's cool. And you don't hear about that unless it's word of mouth or you're talking to a friend who did it. So I try to think of the things that aren't covered in a Rust or Druid guide because they're not they're not really about this, the spec and the core rotation itself. They're things that you can do to help yourself out and your, your raid group out on fights. So the YouTube content started in August. Um, but I used to, I tried streaming on Twitch years and years ago. Um, and that was, the internet was a scary place. So I, I wasn't quite ready. I wasn't, I wasn't quite ready to, to put myself out there about four or five years ago. It takes guts, I think, to, um, anybody to put themselves out there because the more you expose yourself the more you get the hair nasty people coming at you because they see you as being visible um and that causes cold unfortunately yeah um you know and you 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 do have to have that resilience so you know hopefully now you've got this community going and you've got some resilience and we've got we've all got shields to defend each other when the bad guys come in so absolutely exactly So the next one is from at retake control, other known, otherwise known as Verde. He says, first of all, I just want to say, I really like the guides Luria makes. They are awesome. As a relative new healer, I'd like to know how long it took to shake the full health bar OCD. And when does healing stop being so scary? (laughs) This is my friend who is going to be healing us. Wow. (laughs) That's a great question. Cause I feel like with a lot of healers, just healing in general, whenever someone's health bar moves, you're like, oh no, they're going to die. And you're like spam trying to heal them up. And with Rester Druids, I think it's a little bit scarier than other healing classes because you rely on HOTS, so healing over time abilities. So when you cast a rejuvenation on somebody, that doesn't immediately heal them up like a Holy Priest would or um, or a Rester Shaman would or thinking, something like that. It has to heal over time. And so when it comes to raiding and, and dungeons, you need to trust your hots. I saw this, I think in a video and I can't remember if it was Zamok or it might've been one of Zamok's videos. And I just remember it clearly. He said, trust your hots. And so this was a couple years ago and I was like, all right, I'm going to trust my hots. If people die in a dungeon, <laughs> like it was the hots, hots fault. Right. <laughs> Did you hear that Verdi? I know you're in chat. Trust your hots. He's now switched to a monk, which he finds better. And I think he likes the monk better because he used to play a rogue. So he likes being in melee range. Oh Yeah. So I think that might be why. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Trust your hots, Mr. V. Uh, I might say this wrong, sorry. Vatran the Druid. There's a clue here. (laughs) Okay. Why is Druid the best class of the game? (laughs) Why is it not the best class? Um, Okay. It's best class because you get to shapeshift. And, and actually, Shadowlands made that even better because you can now go to the barbershop and you can mm. transmog. It's not really transmog, but you can transmog your bear form yeah. and your cat form. So I am now a fire kitty to the point where if I'm running around in raid this week, our uh, one of our raiders, she, what is it called when you... You use some kind of like ability, so your your transmog switch. I forget yeah. what the ability is called. And so she was a fire kitty and I was her transmog. And <laughs> I was like, see, isn't it amazing? And um, when I'm in bear form, so whenever this week, especially in keys, I've been taking Heart of the Wild uh, as Rester Druid and using Guardian Affinity because everything just hurts right now. And so whenever I pop Heart of the Guardian, it immediately brings up my werewolf bear, which is the transmog from the Mage Tower back in Legion. And to know that I can be a werewolf bear... <laughs> the rest of it is so cool. Oh, exactly. You get to be a werebear. Yeah, I I have in amongst the plethora of death knights, I also have a druid um who I I really enjoy playing her and I like the I like I also like the shape-shifting stuff. I think it's um it makes it a lot of fun. 
They really just and 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 I love my death knights. I love my death knights. But we are shit mobility wise. And the fact that I can drop into Kitty and Dash is it's awesome. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. It is really, really good fun. I really like it. I think you might know who asked the next question. Are you going to take this one, Bricko? So uh, just sure. At Chris K. Hayde says, question for Lyria. Who are the most influential people when it comes to why you still play well and those who have made it better for you over the years? Famous or friend? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, well, I, I guess it's I guess it's the latter, um, mostly. So it, it is a community. It is a wow community and being able to find that positivity. But on a more personal level, what keeps me playing are friends. And so I've met a lot of amazing friends in this game. Uh, Chris is one of them. And, and even then, going back to just how small the WoW community is, it's such a massive game. I met Chris because he, in real life, knows my the very first GM that I ever raided with. But when I raided with this GM, Chris was not in the guild. He did not raid with us at all. And in Legion, I wasn't doing Mythic raiding. And so my GM reached out to me and he was like, hey, I went... I went Horde and I have a guild and we don't have any, I was playing a hunter at the time. He's like, I don't have, I don't have any hunters. Can you come and play a hunter for us? And I was like, Oh yeah, sure. He's like, it's really casual mythic. You know, it's not, not a lot of stress. And I was like, okay, sure. Like that sounds fun. So I met Chris in that guild and that was, I mean, what, that was four years ago now. And that was Legion. Um, you know, and then I, I've met other people too. I, my, my boyfriend is still friends with somebody in real life. They just sent him a birthday present, actually, oh, um, cool. from the first guild we ever played in back in Missa Pandaria. So neither of them play WoW anymore. They play Overwatch, but they're still really good friends. Like, I I have a really good core group of friends who, like, if I ever got married, like, I would invite them to my wedding. Like, they're the, I'm that close with them. That's super cool. I think we, we're starting to hear that more and more as well now as people have been playing a bit longer and they've developed those those deep friendships, you know? Makes a huge difference, absolutely. Uh, so the last one is from at Wow It's Marty from the podcast Wow It's Marty. Uh, and they ask, what is currently the coolest mount in Wow? Okay. This is this is this is always my go-to, and I don't know if it will ever not be the coolest mount or my favorite mount, but it, my choice is the mount from Ruckmar, which is a world boss. Um, and I actually don't know. I'm really bad. I don't know the actual name of the mount. <laughs> I just call it the Ruckmar mount. And it drops from this world boss in Warlords of Draenor in Spires of Iraq. And I remember, like, I farmed that the week it came out on every single alt <laughs> I had. I had, like, maybe eight, eight, or, eight or nine alts that expansion that were max level. And even though they had no gear, I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to tag it. I'm going to try to get it. D didn't get it. And then in Legion, I stopped raiding. So I had all this free time every single week I'd go and I'd farm in all my alts. It has a 15 or it used to have a 15 minute respawn timer. It, it might still have a respawn timer. So if you killed it on one alt, you had to wait 15 minutes, kill on the second alt. So if you have a dozen alts, with 15 minutes, I mean, that is several hours of waiting. Yeah, it's a commitment. So, <laughs> I got it on Christmas Eve, two, I think two years ago. Nice. Uh, years ago. <laughs> so I was like, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, it was meant to happen. It was on my <laughs> Demon Hunter that I never play, but that my <laughs> Demon Hunter will be forever. It's like in, in memory because it got me that mount. <laughs> that's cool. I love stories like that. When, when you just eventually get something that you've always wanted yeah yeah that's a good question marty thank you oh solar uh, spirehawk solar, oh solar, solar Spire spirehawk solar spirehawk man there we go nice nice so that brings us to the end of the interview how can people find you on the interwebs and is there anyone that you want to give a shout out to uh so you can find me on twitter so it's twitter.com slash laria underscore wow um, my, my handle is usually Laria underscore wow. So you can find me on YouTube with the same name. Um, and any, any shout outs, uh, obviously like to you guys, uh, to all my friends, everyone, everyone in chat right now, um, my guild. <laughs> Yay, chat! <Yeah. laughs> we will of course put links to, uh, all the places that you can find Laria, uh, in the show notes, but we're now going to move into our community heroes, which means it's time for me to play the round of applause again. <laughs> Because I've probably said this from the menu, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help myself. I want to apologize. That's awesome. 
No one apologizes. Oh, I love my stream deck. <laughs> so we have a bit of a theme for our community heroes this week because two out of three of our community heroes happen to be patrons. We didn't plan this. We didn't ask for them to be nominated. It's just the way it's worked out. So our first nomination comes from Retake Control. And he has nominated none other than Noki, who rocks Verdi's world every week in World of, in world of Warcraft, I should add, just for the, uh, just so that there is no confusion there. <laughs> he says, Noki is kind and patient, a great mentor and a pleasure to be around. And then we had, this one comes in from The Conquer, who says, I'm going to throw out Smiting Titan, a.k.a. Dracorus who seems to be all over the community spreading the good word and what little exchanges I've had with this person have been overly positive, which then led to Ali from Dungeon Fables, also known as at Aliandrus K, saying, yep, I'll second Smiting Titan. Supportive, kind, creative and funny. I appreciate him for all that he does for the community. And finally, Sarith saying, I'm thirding at Smiting Titan. He's Definitely the best kind of person and my favourite friend I've never met. So, Dracorus, I don't think you're with us in chat tonight, but when you do get around to listening to this, here's a big shout out to you. You're here. Got a lot of love. Uh, and then we had at PriestGuyYT, who said, I'd like to nominate the homie Dilothan, which is uh, at Dilothan. Uh, man's trying to guy trying to grind for Mythic Plus Raid and hit Castle Nathria and Torghast for top spots. All the votes for the DPS machine. So well done, you guys. Yeah. Here, here. And I have one more that I would like to nominate for a community hero. And this is a lady that we have already mentioned uh, on tonight's show. And she's somebody that we have interviewed on the show. Uh, and that is Haughty Chicken, who this week came under fire from some stupid trolls and I would like to say to people who try and take down anybody in the content creator community who is doing good for this community, you can fuck off. And when you get there, you can fuck off some more because we won't stand for it. There are too many wonderful people. Haughty is one of them. And we've all got your back. Amen. I will now calm down. <laughs> <laughs> can I also add one more? Yes, please. For sure. So I want to nominate um, and give a shout out to Zoo from Brands List. If uh, Brands List, I don't know if if you've never heard of Brands List, uh, you know, you can, they have a website. I, I believe it's brandslist.com. They're also on Twitter. Just search Brands List. Brand is in like the in-game character. Yeah. Um, they have a Discord and it is a wonderful community. It is basically a, this collection of content creators. So if you are really into art, they have a whole section on art and people that you can find in art. If you want a list of podcasts, there's podcasts. If you want blogs, there's blogs. If you want, there's one called communities. So piece of cake is part of that one. Um, there is content creation for uh, YouTube streams, everything. And the, the IRL librarian and myself loves the fact that this <laughs> is all like, she has done a phenomenal job organizing it. You can just you can go through and you know narrow it down to whatever you're looking for. Yeah, that's awesome. true. I will find that and also put a link in the show notes because that sounds like a really good resource for everybody. That does brilliant stuff. Well, we've got a couple of reviews this week as well. Um, one came from these are these are both come from the Warcraft Radio directory. So if you go to warcraftradio.com forward slash directory, you can find us on there and leave a review. Um, you can also leave reviews on your chosen podcast platform, and I will usually find them. Um, but the Warcraft directory makes it really, really easy for everybody. So if you want to find them on there, then you can. And the first one comes from Sizzlord, who says... I haven't read this one yet. This have you not read it? <laughs> this is awful. Do you want to read it? No, you go ahead. I'm always <laughs> <laughs> laughing too much. That's got me. <laughs> so Sizzlord says... A great show based on the best community in gaming. Demi and Bricko have great chemistry and run a very smooth flowing show. Oh, thank you very much. It's always interesting to hear how all the guests answer the questions asked. Bricko has the greatest voice for podcasting and Demi has a great feel for interviews. Love the show just as much as Demi hates paladins. And that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that part got me pretty good. That's a great <laughs> review. Yeah, there, there, there's there's a certain group on the internet that like to remind me of my hate for paladins. <laughs> Forgetting that I actually have one. But there we are. That's by the by. 
And our second uh, review comes from none other than one of our patrons, Noki, who took the time to write again on warcraftradio.com. Uh, I love listening to you guys. It's such an important subject that you bring up as well. Uh, Demi and Bricko are such good hosts and bring interesting guests. From your salty number two patron, Noki. <laughs> he was so pissed off that he didn't get the first patron shot. Well, thank you, Sister Lord and Noki. That's thank awesome. you very much, guys. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, we've had a lovely time with you, Laria. Thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. Uh, I, I mentioned to Bricko before the podcast started that you guys were the first podcast I ever found at a time when I really needed it. So what you're doing is amazing. And I am I feel so lucky to be to be here with you guys. Well, you are our lucky number 13 now. So that's it, you know. And we've almost reached the end of, this, end of it. And it hasn't cracked out on me. Woohoo! <laughs> Yeah, it was a pleasure to meet you, Luria. This is awesome. Absolutely thrilled. Um, oh, oh yes. All right then. Is that a hard flex? Oh yeah, Verdi's saying hard flex in the chat. Thanks, mate. <laughs> we will be back in a couple of weeks, folks. We won't actually have an interview next time. We've got something a little bit special for you because it will be our holiday season episode. Um, but we will have that for you. We aren't taking a break. We will have another round of community heroes and more from the world of Warcraft and Shadowlands. Until then, you can visit the website at www.thethirdfaction.com for links on where to find me, Bricko, and the show all around the interwebs, whether it's on Twitter. Um, I think, we, yeah, we've got a YouTube channel. I upload stuff there as well. Um, you can email us on thethirdfactionshow at gmail.com. And you can leave us a review, as I previously mentioned, on your podcast, on your chosen podcast platform or on warcraftradio.com forward slash directory. If you don't want to leave a review, the very best thing you can do is tell your friends about us. Or you can head over to Patreon, where all of your support goes towards um, keeping the show going. We will always be free, but if you would like to get extra content from us when we hit some certain goals, then that is the place to go. Thank you again. I've been Dmitinov. He's been Bricko. She's been Laria. You've been fabulous. Remember, always be learning and don't be a dick.